With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The National Domestic Violent Hotline is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week in English, Spanish, and 200 other languages. If you are a victim or you know someone who is a victim of domestic violence, please call one 800 7999 this is right, <laughs> left, and center, taking you beyond the headlines. Beyond the headlines. If it's news, the environment, immigration, politics, the criminal justice system, and anything in between, we talk about it real, real. and raw. And raw. Your guide to understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. This is right, left, and center, and this is your host. Will Jackson. Hello, everyone. I want to thank everybody for joining me again on this lovely Friday. I hope everyone had a wonderful week. And I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. So today, you know, I'm going to I'm going to address some uh, domestic violence issues, but at the same time, I really want to pay tribute to someone who passed away due to the negligence of another individual. And that's Jesse Davis from Kenton, Ohio, who actually lived in Lake Township. But before we get into all of that, what I want to do is I want to play the interview that Bobby Cutts did with Ty Porter from the Kent Repository. Bobby, what have the last five days been like for you? The past five, five days have been like a, like a nightmare that, that it won't end. Like every, every second of it, when it, when it seems like it's turning and kind of changes, goes back to the same or it gets worse it's different the way I'm being you feel betrayed it. and just I, I mean I, I have it myself I, I, I can't sleep I can't eat anybody that knows me that if I'm normal I'm joking around laughing and just trying to have fun make everybody else laugh and been hell for people who don't know you what's your what's your normal personality like i'm like i'm like one of the silliest guys in the whole world i mean my friends tell me all the time man you're just retarded stuff you, you do i mean I, i'm a i'm a happy person i mean uh, every uh, Every day up until this, every day I wake up, I, I think, you know, it, you got to make at least one person laugh today. I mean, if I did that, that's, that was my, I mean, just a little, uh, has, has this whole experience been surreal? You know, have you, have you watched or heard or read much of the, the media coverage of Jesse's disappearance? It is. This is like the worst. I, I can't even imagine. I mean, I mean, this is like a movie. 
just not. Nowhere near seems like reality. I mean, it's just it's terrible. How how are you holding up? I mean, how is your family holding up? How do you how do you kind of cope with this thing from from day to day? Like, uh, I'm really not holding up. I'm trying to. But if it wasn't for my family and my friends, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm just numb. I mean, I cry. I stare into space, just... It's just... I don't know. It's not real. It doesn't seem like it's real. When is the last time you saw Jesse or talked with her? Well, I spoke with her on Wednesday, Wednesday evening. About what time was that? Like, I, think, I think around 8. That was it. Bobby, as a police officer, you probably realize that you know boyfriends or girlfriends or significant others are suspected when someone goes missing or there is a suspect of, uh, suspected foul play as there is in this case. Are you surprised that some wonder if you are a suspect? I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I mean, they have to start somewhere. I mean, so for them to start, start with me, it's, I guess that's understandable. From your law enforcement background, you kind of expected that? Yeah. How much does your your wife Kelly know about your relationship with Jesse? She she knows about the relationship. She knows uh, things are going on. How long has she been aware of that? Uh, I don't remember exactly. Um, are you and Kelly uh, in the process of getting a divorce or reconciling? What's the status? Um, we we've had discussions about divorce and she doesn't live with me but we uh we talk and communicate you know but we haven't sat down and filed you still you still speak with her yes do you understand why people or how people are, are viewing and portraying you. You're a married man who's fathered one child and expecting a second with another woman. Do you understand, you know, where people are coming from with all that? I mean, I understand that, but everyone has problems. And, and like, being my wife, I mean, we're still married, but we're together and things happen when we aren't together, so. That you spoke with Jesse Wednesday evening. Did you see Jesse at all on Wednesday, Wednesday evening? No, I did not. Do you believe Jesse will be found alive? Hopefully she'll be found alive. Bobby, did you have anything at all to do with the disappearance of Jesse? No, I didn't. have an attorney? Yes. Yes, I do. Have you, do you communicate on a regular basis with your attorney? I mean, not, I mean, no. Um, I, he's just there for advisement if I need him. Have authorities given you any indication if you're a suspect? I mean, they continue to say that I'm not a suspect, but, uh, I mean, I would be dumb and naive to think that they weren't treating me as a suspect, but I, different things I've had to go through in the past couple of days. Had, uh, have any authorities told you that you've been cleared in this, in this investigation? No, they, they, they have not told me that I've been cleared, but 
as like I said on the media, I mean, they've said to the media that I, me nor my wife are suspects, but uh, I don't feel that we've actually been treated as that was 100% true. Bobby, how would you describe the national media coverage of Jesse's disappearance? Uh, I think the national media coverage is great if it's focused all in the right direction. I mean, I can't even go out in my yard without being bombarded with, with cameras. And What was the nature of your relationship with Nikki Giavasis? Um, me and Nikki dated in, in college. So we had a daughter. Uh, our relationship ended like around 99 or so. Um, but our lives were going to different directions. And uh, we, had, we had a child together. And pretty much a up and down battle for me to spend time with my daughter, see see my daughter since then. Did she was on a national news show today and and said that you stole the child that you have. Nikki said that you stole the child that you have. What's your response to that? That is totally not true. Uh, we uh, have been going through a court case, a court battle, custody battle for about two years now. And the last ruling here in Ohio, which is the case where the case is taking place at, she, uh, I was given custody uh, of my daughter until the final ruling was made. Um, my daughter was going to school here and everything, uh, the whole first semester. She's doing great, straight A's. You know, she involved in soccer and had had friends. You know, I, I let her speak with her mother every any time she wanted. You know, and at Christmas time, or actually a couple of days after Christmas, I, I let her go visit her mom, and she hasn't been returned since then, so I have not stolen my dog. Have you watched much of the coverage? Is it difficult for you to watch the coverage, um, the national coverage of this case? I, I, I try not to watch it. I mean, there's times where relatives might call and they're like, you have to turn this on and see this. I mean, like the people that are commenting on, on this stuff, they have no idea what's going on, or they have misinformation, or parts parts of the facts, and just it's just ridiculous. I mean, they're doing this as as news entertainment, but it's not. It's, it's terrible. It's crazy. Bobby, how have you coped during the last five days? How have you gotten through each day, day by day? My, my family, my friends calling, you know, stopping by, my pastor, praying with me daily, things like that, you know. I, I can't, I'm not in a normal routine. I mean, I'm a coach, you know. I haven't been a coach at all this week. I mean, I know that's not the most important thing. It's not. But that's just one of the normal things I haven't been able to do. When you think of having a normal day, how far away do you think that is for you? How, how many days away from having a normal day do you think you are? Honestly, I don't know. I have no idea when a normal day even resembles right now. How well do you know Patty Porter and Jesse's sister, Whitney and Audrey? I know them too much, you know, as being family members of my son, you know, and being Jesse's family members, but, I mean, I don't know, like, great detail about them.
Do you have much communication with them since Thursday? Uh, not like since Friday has been, you know, limited contact. Call and check and see how they're doing. See how my son's doing. Uh, how is Blake doing? He's 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 dealing with this as best as he can. I mean, he's only two. I mean, he misses his mother. Do you have a do you have much of a chance to talk with Blake at all? I spoke with him. I spoke with him a couple times. Tried it too. Um, just for the record and to clear this up, how many children do you have? Um, Currently, I have three children. And expecting a fourth with Jesse, correct? Possibly, yes. Two with Jesse, uh, well, one with Jesse, um, one with Nikki, and then uh, one with Kelly, is that correct? Correct. Um, what's, what's a normal day like for you right now? What's, what's your typical day? in terms of you know, what time does it start, what time does it end? It doesn't start or end, it doesn't have a beginning or ending, it just all runs together. How have the, your, your co-workers and colleagues and, and supervisors at the Canton Police Department been throughout this process? They've, they've been very supportive. They told me to have my back, anything I need. Real. Raw. Raw. This is Right, Left, and Center. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. Well, the first question I have is, he doesn't have a normal day? What the hell is that supposed to mean? This punk... Literally had the nerve to say, I don't have a normal day. I don't get that. I really don't get that. Are you supposed to have a normal day? No, the normal day would be if you took your ass out there with everyone else at the time and searched for Jesse. That would be a damn normal day. Your punk ass. All right, so... The other thing is, is, is that I'm, I'm sitting here listening to this interview and, and I'm quite sure you folks were listening to this interview and you heard his cell phone going off twice. Why don't you just turn the damn thing off? Turn off the cell phone. I mean, you want, you, you set up this interview to, to try to make yourself look, look good and you sound like a sissy, a punk. Like somebody's supposed to have empathy for you. Nobody cares about you like that. Not after what you've done, you liar. Man, that I don't get it. I really don't get it. And for him to say he really don't know anything about Patricia or Patty, who is Jesse's mom. You have a two-year-old son. You don't know nothing about the grandmother? I mean, come on. And don't let me get on the, the, the Canton PD, Canton's finest, those knuckleheads. Why would anybody support him? Everyone knows one-on-one, when someone comes up missing or someone dies, the person close to them are the individuals in which law enforcement looks at. That means... You're at arm length. I mean, stay away. We don't want none of this. But they're going to embrace him and say, whatever you need, I have your back. At the time, it just shows the integrity of the Kenton Police Department, which I don't want to go down that road. Because many of you already know how they act. So, um. Let's dive into Jesse. And and I'm going to try not to, you know, I'm telling you what, I, I, I dug into this and I gathered so much information. I was wrapping myself around the axle and, and, I, and I didn't want to make this a two-parter. I wanted to get through this and I wanted to get it done because, one, domestic violence is very serious. 
And there is not a person in this world that should be putting their hands on a woman. A man should not be putting his hands on a woman. Especially in front of the child. And women, you're not excused from this either. You need to keep your damn hands to yourself also. In fact, everybody should be in the no touchy-touchy world. Hugs and love. And if you don't want to be with the individual, walk away. And if the individual don't want to be with you, don't force them. You know, my grandfather, <clears throat> my, my dad's father used to always say, one man's love makes another man's pleasure. I'll let you figure that one out. So Jesse Davis, 26, of Lake Township near Kenton, died. Davis, who was nine months pregnant, was, was reported missing on that Friday, June 15, 2007. Jesse was born May 27, 1981, and she died at the age of 26. 2007 in June a life snuffed out because of reckless behavior jealousy I mean if she didn't want to be what you do going about your way I mean last time I understood while doing my research is that you were on like a dating site during the time she was missing, logged on, trying to hook up with other bras. But yet, you sat there and you had that interview with Mr. Porter acting as though you're concerned. You're not concerned. He was never concerned. <laughs> common sense is not common, folks. Especially when it comes to idiots like this. Jesse's mother, <clears throat> Patricia Porter... Uh, was a remarkable person throughout this whole process. I mean, this woman, um, heart was true to finding her daughter. See, back in 2007, Kenton, Ohio was in a rude awakening, Okay. And the thing about it is the horror began when Jesse, Jesse's mother went to the house to see her. Jesse was last seen at Acme Fresh Mart in the Canton area. Her mother reported her missing on this, what was that, 2007. And this is when she found her two-year-old grandson, Blake, at home with, with bleach spilled all over the floor, furniture broken and overturned. There's a two-year-old boy. This is how much, excuse me for saying this, but this is how much of a piece of shit he was and is. A two-year-old boy in the house, if anyone smelt bleach and it was strong, you would run your child out of that room. Not cuts. He wasn't smart enough to do that. In television reports, David's mother, who last spoken to her daughter two days earlier, reported that Blake stated and kept stating, Mommy broke the table, and Mommy's in the rug. Let me say that again. Mommy broke the table, and Mommy is in the rug. David's body was found, uh, actually, let me, let me add content to her. I'm just going to say Jesse. Jesse's body was found in a known area, area near Cuyahoga Falls, uh, this place called uh, Top of the World because of because of its elevation. The the area contained a dirt road, a small dirt parking area, 
and a couple of branches overlooking the grassy field. Come on now. Why? Why? <laughs> this woman deserved better. She was discarded. But I'll get to that piece. Jesse's mother <clears throat> has said she planned on naming the unborn baby. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mention this. But yeah, she 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 was nine months pregnant. With Cutts's child. A girl. Trigger warning. A baby girl. Nine months. She was due. Jesse was going to name the baby Chloe. Just down the road where Jesse's body was found, someone posted a sign saying, God bless you, Jesse, and Chloe forever in our hearts. People placed flowers and red and yellow ribbons just below the sign identifying where it identified where the park was. According to court documents, Blake likely, likely, more than likely, witnessed his mother's murder. From a Canton police officer. A Canton, Ohio police officer. When young Blake was being interviewed by the, uh, the detectives that actually do like, um, I don't know if you've seen SVU when you had, when they show that uh, Olivia is in a room with like a little child and the child is coloring and they're getting the child to talk. Well, Blake repeated what he said to his grandmother. Mommy was crying. Mommy broke the table. Ugh. Mommy's in a rug. Why should a child have to endure that? When they found Jesse's body, she indeed was found in a rug. The rug from her house that was under the table that was broken where her son had to witness this punk ass killing her. Jesse's case, honestly, I'll tell you what, during this time, um, it was shock. It was a shock to everyone in, in the Canton area who knew Jesse. Um, Jesse's case drew an extraordinary response from American media, like, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News. They all just bombarded Canton. And this was during the time of her disappearance. A search of an area involving like thousands of volunteers, including members from the uh, uh, Tex uh, Texas uh, EquiSearch. Now, I don't know if you know about this organization, but this is a premier organization. And they specialize in finding folks. But here's a riddle for for everyone out there who's listening. Where was Bobby Cuts while she's missing? This punk was boohooing to Mr. Porter in an interview. In fact, I'm just going to say shame on the repository for even giving him that opportunity to try to brand his side. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 
plus. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The interview was good. Mr. Porter did a great job. But I'm going to tell you something. I fault the repository for even allowing this jackass to talk and present everyone all this jackassery. It shouldn't have happened. On June 23rd, Jesse's body was recovered in a wood in a wooding area in a neighborhood, in excuse me, in neighboring uh, Summit County. This is like um, I think it's called uh, Hampton Hills Metro Area uh, Park, and it's it's like surrounded by Cuyahoga Falls area something like that I, I'm really not familiar with that area I do have relatives in Cuyahoga Falls but uh, and I've been to you know uh, been up there but I've really never been to any of the parks the first reliable website to pin down the wily reporter rumor that cuts assisted in locating the body of Jesse Davis was America most wanted America America most wanted sources at the time, confirmed that Bobby Cutts showed the authorities where Jesse's body was after nine days of denying any knowledge. Okay, so let's rewind here. He knew nothing about it. He said he wants, he would love to have someone find her. He hopes that she's safe. I don't... I mean, you can't make this up, folks. Um, upon uh, finding Jesse's body, uh, the postmortem was performed by Summit County authorities because, you know, she was recovered in Summit County. So here, here's the trigger warning. Her body, wrapped in a rug, was reported to be an advanced state of decomposition. She's in a rug. It's in the middle of summer. And she's taped up in this rug. This this is what he did. Now, let me... Let me, um, let, before we peel back the layers, I'm just going to take a break. Cause I got, I, I got to take a step back from this for a second because this is, this is so, I don't get it. If, if you're not still, if you're not outraged and at this point, something's wrong with you. Have you been looking for a podcast that takes you beyond the headlines? A show that challenges you. A show that's real, raw, and unapologetic. Then you've found your new home. Right, left, and center. Right, left, and center. News, the environment, immigration, politics, the criminal justice system, and everything in between. Join Will Jackson every week. Your personal guide to understand the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. Listen everywhere podcasts are available. Real. Raw. This is Right, Left, and Center. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. Okay, so I just needed that breather real quick. So... According to Cuts, now follow me because I I know there's some short-minded individuals out there that is probably saying, well, Will, this happened years ago. Why are you being so hard on him? 
Why are you still talking? Why you want to? Because it it centers around my overall topic, domestic violence. There is no reason for any man to be beaten on a woman. And there is no reason for a woman to be hitting a man. If you don't want to be together, damn it, separate. Go your own way. So according to Cuts, he said he accidentally, he accidentally hit Jesse in the throat with an elbow while they were arguing. Arguing. How do you accidentally hit someone in the elbow? I mean, in the throat. With your elbow. I mean, I've heard of the, I'm a throat chop you. I've heard of that. But I've never heard of a, I'm going to lift my elbow and I'm just going to accidentally thrust it into your throat. And then she was knocked out on the ground according to him where she died. Now, mind you, you got overturned tables, you got broken table, you got overturned furniture. And oh, by the way, you have a two-year-old son there. Watching mommy cry and getting wrapped up in a rug. She was knocked out from a elbow to the throat. All right, that just sunk in. I, I don't get it. So his accomplice, Maisha Farrell. Now, I, you know, I'm not going to be hard on her because I'm just going to simply say um, <clears throat> she was dumb and she didn't know any better. So I'm still not going to forgive her. But no one should be this damn dumb. She said when she asked Cuts what happened, he made a straggling motion with his hands. Which actually contradicts what he actually told the police. I mean, imagine doing the hand wave and saying, ah, shouldering your shoulders. I don't know. I, I don't know. She ran and ran into my elbow and I lifted it up and boom, she got knocked out. You are a trained police officer. You have the ability to subdue individuals that are out of control. Non-lethal action you are trained to do. And so for you to say, for him to say, he accidentally hit her in the throat and she knocked, she was knocked out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mofo, please. You got me bent. Anyway. Jesse's mother, Patricia, said at the services that her daughter has been uh, doing the services that Jesse was a God-fearing person. And, and here's something a lot of people didn't know about Jesse. Um, she used to do overseas missionary work through a church. That's what she used to do. That was her contribution. This world lost an angel. Her mother went on to say that at some point she took a wrong turn. And and she said it with a heavy heart. But she was tell, she was telling the truth. But Jesse wanted to make that turn around and that's where you know you you know after Jesse started going back to church she realized that she needed to reform her life. And in reforming her life, possibly meant getting rid of cuts. 
who was married and still talking to his mother. Oh, he got, I don't know if you caught this in the interview. <clears throat> he has another child. And by the way, he was on dating sites. So I, I see where Jesse was, was reforming herself. Now, I'm going to openly say this because a lot of you already know. Uh, we all worked at the cable company together. And I can honestly tell you, I've met Jesse, I've talked to Jesse, I've seen Jesse, and this is a woman who cared about everybody. She had soft words for those who were going through it. I don't know if she was just giving folks what she was not getting, but she did a damn good job of ensuring that people felt kindness. That's what she was about. Prior to her funeral, hundreds of people, you know, paid their final respects for Jesse at, um, at her apartment complex or duplex. They held a vigil outside of her, uh, township home and, uh, her home in, uh, Lake Township. And this was during calling hours that was held at the house of the Lord. Now, here's something beautiful that happened for little Blake, little Blake Davis. And oh, by the way, I'm so glad little Blake Davis didn't get Cuts' his last name. Oh, my goodness. That would have been a nightmare within itself. So in July 2007, a trust fund was established by Jennifer Snyder who is a native of Lake Township, Ohio, calling it Blake's Tomorrow, a trust fund for Blake Davis. She did this for him, for his college education. On July 21st, Snyder organized the Blake Bright Tomorrow Festival and Auction, which included signed memorabilia from LeBron James, King James, Joe Theismann, Hall of Famer, Joe Jerome Bettis, Hall of Famer, Faith Hill, top-rated singer, Tim McGraw, country's finest. Not to mention, Countrywide Home Loans also don donated a home to Blake Davis and his grandmother, Patty Porter, who at that time lived in a small apartment. I mean, come on. You want to talk about love? Mad love. <laughs> that was just, that is the bright spot to it all. That's the bright spot to it all. And at the time, you know, Cuts was seeing allegedly seeing let me let me say that allegedly seeing at once or, or excuse me seeing six women at once and supporting three children it's not about the number of children that you have okay it's not about the supporting of those children it's about your actions. It's about what you're delivering for your children to see. That's what it's about. So, this punk was arrested and charged with two counts of murder on June 23rd, 2007. As mentioned, he was a Canton police officer. Canton's finest? No, seriously, I was being cynical. <laughs> Ain't nothing fine about the Canton Police Department. But that's going to be another podcast in its own. Because I can't wait to dive in them jackasses. A department 
which had not considered cuts at the time. A person of interest. Now, the arrest was executed. Happily to say this, the arrest was executed by the sheriff's department, which I'll give big kudos to the sheriff's department. Um, they seem to do a fine job every time. And then the FBI. Um, I just, you know, here's, here's my thing. So I, you know, I got like tons and tons of information and paperwork I, that I've, uh, information that I, I've collected and, and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not going to go through all that. I'm not going to do that. I've had enough of Bobby cuts. I just wanted to, to bring to light domestic violence because every year, Somebody dies or gets severely injured. And nine times out of ten, there are children involved. We have to make a we have to make a stand. We have to we have to understand that it is not okay to hit a woman. A man, a man is not okay to hit a woman. And as I said before, women, keep your damn hands to yourself. You're not exempt. So what I want to do is I'm, I'm just going to play the jury's verdict and then and then I'll be right back. We, the jury in this case, being duly impounded and sworn to find the defendant, Bobby Lee Cutts Jr., guilty beyond a reasonable doubt of the lesser included offense of murder as to count one of the indictment in violation of revised code section 2903.02a. Each of us said jurors concurring and said verdict signs his or her name here to this 13th day of February 2008, and there are 12 signatures beneath that statement. Verdict count two, aggravated murder. The unlawful termination of the pregnancy of Jesse Marie Davis, verdict form five. We, the jury in this case, being duly impaneled and sworn to find the defendant, Bobby Lee Cutts Jr., guilty beyond a reasonable doubt of the offense of aggravated murder is charged in count two of the indictment in violation of revised code section 2903.01b. Each of us said jurors concurring and said verdict signs his or her name here to this 14th day of February 2008, and there are 12 signatures beneath that statement. Verdict specification one to count two. We, the jury in this case, being duly impaneled and sworn, having found the defendant Bobby Lee Cutts Jr. guilty of aggravated murder, is charged in count two of the indictment. Do further find the defendant, Bobby Lee Cutts Jr., guilty beyond a reasonable doubt of committing the unlawful termination of the pregnancy of Jesse Marie Davis as part of a course of conduct involving the purposeful killing of two or more persons by him as charged in specification one to count two of the indictment in violation of revised code section 2929.04A5. <coughs> Each of us said jurors concurring and said verdict signs his or her name here to this 14th day of February 2008. And again, there are 12 signatures beneath that statement. Real. Real. Raw. Raw. This is Right, Left, and Center. Now, back to your host, Will Jackson. So... Dumbass got life. He got life. And he must serve 57 years before he can apply for parole. By that time, he might as well just take his geritol and sit down somewhere. As far as uh, Maisha. She was sentenced to two years, and I believe she only had to serve one. You know, I don't know how this this woman got roped into Cutts's jam, his 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 BS. Um, I don't know how she did it or why. I mean, 
she must have had some type of hidden love for him or something. I, I don't know, but uh, there's no reason. I mean, the most the most common person would not have actually said, "Oh yeah, all right, bro, I'm gonna help you." Let's put her in a row. Let's wrap her. Let's wrap her up, and then I'll take all the cleaning materials. Oh, by the way, you know I bleach. We got bleach everywhere, but I'll take all this stuff to my house, and that's where they found all the duct tape, the the cleaning supplies, and all that stuff. And she decided to come clean. So she was sentenced to two years in prison, and um, because of her test testifying and being honest uh, she only served a year and she got on out on probation so uh, I do believe her probation is over and I wish her the best of luck and I hope she learned from this whole ordeal that you don't contribute to the shenanigans the, the BS okay um, now far as uh, Bobby's estranged wife she did I'm not going to say her name. She deserves a privacy. Um, she did file for divorce. And um, she got it. And and that's it. You know? I mean, the thing is, is that it's a sad situation when people tend to do things they should not be doing that's going to hurt somebody. You know? As I said at the top of the show, if you know somebody who is going through domestic violence, if you know someone who's getting hurt and abused, call the hotline. It's 24-7. You can call it at 1-800-799-7233. You can also go online and Google domestic violence, and it'll take you directly to the website. Don't put yourself out there to be a victim. Be a survivor. And tell someone, talk to someone. Now, court records did show that um, Cuss's ex, now ex-wife, did file a complaint of abuse on him, but nothing was done. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why. Oh, I know why. I'm sorry. It's, um, what's the name of that department again? Um, oh, Cannes Police Department. Until next Friday, i see you later, knuckleheads. You've been listening to Right, Left, and Center. Real and raw talk about the week's news, the world, and how America shapes it. From Republicans to Democrats to progressives, we cover it all. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Facebook. And for questions and comments, send your email to leftrc22 at gmail.com. See you next time on Right, Left, and Center.